0: welcome to the water cooler podcast my name is brandon
1: my name is jeremy i'm caleb and i'm harley also i gotta tell you guys about a about a book that i just bought what book did you buy i bought a book called meditations by marcus aurelius oh i've heard of that have you heard of it brandon marcus aurelius yeah wow and jeremy have you heard of it
2: no but i've Keep talking. I'm, yeah, yeah. There's a book I'm thinking of and it's probably not that.
1: Yeah. It's it's nothing about meditations. Uh, but there's I'm sure there's pieces of it that talk about it. But so Marcus Aurelius, based on my understanding, and I hundred percent will get some of this information correct, so sorry, Marcus. Um, but he's not around he's anymore, dead. so he's well, <laughs> it's fine. R. 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 But Marcus was a, Marcus Aurelius was a emperor back in like you know Roman times. two thousand years ago, back in the Roman times. Oh, he's, Old as fuck. Yeah. So he was the most powerful man in the world, had so much power, basically had unlimited wealth, right? He could say, uh, you know, I don't like Brandon, so, you know, he'd take him out and like kill him and people would do it and they'd take. They'd, they'd, yeah, yeah, I don't really blame him. So yeah, but so Marcus, Marcus Aurelius wasn't that type of guy, but that's the power that he had. And what he was, what he did a lot was he was very self-reflective and very just self-aware. So every single, pretty much every day, he would, you know, journal and write his thoughts of like what he was learning and things that he learned about like people and just his general, just day-to-day things that he was going through. And there's a lot more behind it, but he passed away. And what happened is people got a hold, I guess, of his, all of his uh, reflections and they turned it into a book. So If he would find out right now that all of his like reflections and things that he wrote down for himself, it was, he wasn't writing a book. He wasn't like, Oh, I'm going to make this into a book. He's writing it for himself. If he would find out that this stuff was posted right now, he would, he'd probably be like just completely ashamed and just, you know, well, yeah, he's not making any money off it either. I have it. I have it here by the way. Um, I'd be so pissed off if I
0: wrote stuff down.
1: Yeah, that's my fear is the stuff that I write down, like people are going to. I
0: don't like trademark it or something or do it incorrectly. And then uh, people start making money off of me.
2: It's kind of like when people like ultimately when like (laughs) like musicians die and they have like their whole catalog of music. And there's like a couple artists that I watch interviews with them pre-death. Mm-hmm. And they said like their songs in their vault that they they like never want out. Yeah, I'm like that's crazy. But
1: I mean, there's that's like Juice World and Michael Jackson and Prince. Mac they Miller. all have yeah, Mac Miller. At least all of these artists have songs that their fans would want to hear. You know. Yeah. Well, but they're it, just like, oh, it's not didn't make the cut.
2: So. And it 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 was kind of funny because the person i was just talking about was mac miller oh yeah and in the same interview they asked him they're like if you knew you had five minutes to live what would you use your last five minutes for he's like i'd smoke one last cigarette (laughs) i would call my best friend and tell him exactly what to do with every piece of music i have in like the vault and then i would just Record the sickest two minute freestyle of my life. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty sweet.
0: Yeah.
1: So I don't know. think he did do that. No.
3: Have you guys seen the Gladiator?
1: The movie? Yeah. No, it's it has Marcus. So Aurelius Marcus
3: Aurelius, Aurelius is in that.
1: Well, before, before he act, died. Yeah, yeah. Well, before an he died,
3: he was in it. <laughs> he's, oh, he's back! Oh yeah. God, glad just he a ready. video, or
1: just of back in the yeah. two thousand years ago, <laughs> and it's then the super like potato-y like just, <laughs> just very bad quality.
3: Crazy emperor, his son Commodus yeah. was the guy that was the crazy dude after huh. he that took over the throne after he died.
1: And this guy Marcus, his he had a bunch of kids, but a lot of them didn't make it past a certain like past their twenties or something. So imagine the trauma that that takes of just, I just can't imagine the lifespan back then. I just, i learned this and I don't know if this is true, but I'm just spreading false information here potentially. So (laughs) that's okay. Uh, Rob, keep this in if you'd like, but, but the age, the average age of people back 2000 years ago, wasn't necessarily low it was actually kind of similar to what it is now like 80 like 75 80 85 90 but the reason it it, the average age or life expectancy was so low is because a lot of people died before they made it past like age 20 Um, blood just just due to like illnesses and childbirth problems and things like that so it brought the average life expectancy expectancy down to like i don't know it was like 40s or something 50s or something I don't know, but it was much lower than what we, what I actually thought people lived to. So,
3: Did you listen to the same podcast that I listened to?
1: Uh, I don't know. Joe Rogan, probably Joe Rogan with Ryan. It's not,
3: I don't know if it's Ryan Joe Ryan Rogan or if it's, or if it's Lex Friedman.
1: Oh no, it wasn't Lex Friedman. No. Okay. Was it that Ryan holiday look, guy? Ryan holiday. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Oh,
2: does that book have anything tied to like our topic today?
1: In some ways, <laughs> not, not I, I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure if I look through it there's gotta be. But it the way that the book is kind of laid out, it it's not in like necessarily chapters, but it has points. So maybe there's a couple of sentences that he wrote about. Yeah. Nice. Good toss. Let's uh let's open it up and see what we've got in here. Try to find something. Yeah. Well, anyway, when when one of you are <laughs> talking next, then I'll, I'll, I'll keep looking for one and then I'll, I'll mention it. But the topic that we have today is about habits and routines. And the first question that I'll start off with is to you, Jeremy. And I know that you have been, we mentioned last time that you were started to read atomic habits. And I was just curious, uh, have you made any progress on that? Or, and if you have, then what are some of the things you've learned from it so far?
2: The main things and I think I touched on this in past episodes is ultimately not trying to rip the Band-Aid off. Probably not the best, but like working out is probably the best example to kind of talk about what the book is saying is right away you say, I'm going to go to the gym five days a week. Well, if you wouldn't go zero now, trying to jump straight to five is most likely going to cause failure. So it kind of tells you start out with one day a week. Get used to that. Add two. Add three. And then also if your goal is to lose, say, 20 pounds, that can still be the long-term goal. But say I want to lose five pounds in like two weeks or whatever, and make the short-term goals because you are more likely to reach your goal if you do that. So that's kind of like my main takeaway from it so far.
1: Mm-hmm. I think it's a it's a good lesson because people, like New Year's resolutions, when people have those, they're like, oh, I'm going to go to the gym four days a week. And then we all hear people like they the majority of people don't end up following through with their resolutions just because it, maybe they do it for a month or two. Which is which is really good, but then they just fall out of it because routines like there's, it's diff- super difficult. So, well,
2: and it also yeah. talks about making small changes to, like your current life. And the example they use I think it was Great Britain, for a while they like had no one win like the Tour de France. They weren't making any medals at the Olympics, so they brought this guy in, and how they kind of phrase it is, he changed like one or 3% on a bunch of things, which then ended up leading to them getting like the most uh, medals. And then I think five years after he took over, someone from Great Britain won like the Tour de France. And what he did was he redesigned the seat to make it more aerodynamic. He found out that this fabric is more aerodynamic, not trying to like tell all of them like, Hey, you have to now bike faster to hmm. get this. So it's interesting of how they phrase it as he changed a lot of small things to get to his ultimate goal.
1: Yeah. There's a aspect of the book that's called getting 1% better constantly. So, you know, we've all heard of the 1% better every day. I, I believe in, in, in it in a certain way, but it's really hard to measure of like, okay, how do I know if I'm 1% better? Like, is that, something you can measure. I don't know, but what's important. And I'll kind of go around the room just to leave this up to all of us to add their thoughts. But in terms of my, if I were to think of how to make myself 1% better, I always try to spend time learning something new every day. And whether that's just going, you know, on YouTube and just watching YouTube video, there's a ton of content on there that, you know, it's some completely free. There's books, there's podcasts. I mean, there's a lot of Uh, resources out there but it takes it takes a legitimate energy and and motivation to want to like turn something on because maybe sometimes you're like oh I just want to turn on a sports podcast right now or I don't feel like listening to something that's business or that's going to activate my brain I just want to relax so it is super challenging 100% get it Uh, what I've been doing for the past few days which actually I want to start doing more and I'll like hold me accountable to this because I want to I actually want to do this it before bed an hour before bed I'll like completely disconnect from my computer screens, mostly everything. And I'll just lay in my bed and read a book. And I've made through, I have a book that's called master mentors, which is like the 30 transformative insights from this podcast that I listen to. Uh, And I've just been going through that and it, it it's helped a ton just for me to be so, so focused on that and actually gives me better sleep. So, but I kind of open it up for all of you guys. What do you, what do you think about the 1% better every day or 1% better principle?
2: I probably learn something new every day. Half the time, it's probably the dumbest thing you need to know. But Like how uh,
1: HVAC systems work, but that's not the dumbest thing to know. Yeah. I yeah. learned yeah. a lot. It only impacts
2: every part of your life. <laughs> yeah. My yeah.
3: knowledge of HVAC systems, like just quadruple <laughs> in that conversation.
2: Yeah. More I 1%. I went, in, went into our CEO's office and said, hey, we need to change this. Mm-hmm. It's not working. Uh,
1: My friend told me that this has to go up there and then that has to be turning there and then we need to get one of these exchangers to do this. Hey, man,
0: we just recorded a podcast and I think I know quite a bit
2: now. He's like, you're not really telling me anything what I need to do. Let me just call Brandon. I I just need (laughs) to call him. I just played the podcast and walked out.
1: Yeah, Brandon, I didn't mean to say that your profession is boring. I just meant to say that you've learned things... That you don't really normally learn about just going through the day to day. So, yeah, no, I, I don't,
0: I didn't take it as a dig at all. Yeah. A lot of engineering and behind the scenes stuff is boring for pretty much everything unless you delve deep into it on a daily basis and that's your livelihood. You know, like other people really find it entertaining. You know what I mean? You can uh, apply that to pretty much anything. I
2: mean, I work in the cer- cereal industry and we went to a plant and I thought everything happening there was like, super interesting. Like, I'm, I'm probably like, Brandon, I just like to know how everything works mm-hmm. and seeing, like, the whole process.
3: I I have a kind of different approach where I sort of confront the discomfort, and through that, I, I think I learn the most. Like, if uh, anything, anything career-wise that I am not very knowledgeable of yet or haven't experienced yet, I will try instead of kind of backing down and staying comfortable. I'll try to learn about it as much as possible, so the next time I run into it, I'll know what I'm doing you can, you know talk to your peers, talk to your leadership, use Google you know that those are three different ways that that I learn new things um in my career, but then that kind of translates in the gym as well um uh, like I the 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 gym gym life is is pretty pretty important to me to integrate in my daily routine um i don't i i kind of get the little oh my my days are thrown off if i'm not like challenging myself physically as well it just feels like i'm spinning you know i i get a little jittery um and, and also so
1: you, get, you sorry to interrupt you you get jittery if you don't hit the Grocery yeah. store every day as well, right?
3: <laughs> That's true. That's true. I'm constantly evolving my grocery game.
0: Curling those gallons of jug or gallons <laughs> yep. of milk on the way out.
3: Yeah. You gotta
1: get those extra steps in, man.
3: Yeah. Day. And so like at the gym, um my workouts, I think when I first started at the gym were maybe 20, 30 minutes long and now they're like hour, hour and a half. And um it's gotten to the point where like I'm bored. I I just got bored recently with what I've been doing, like the concert routine. So I just downloaded a new app called four pillars fitness and it's absolutely kicking my ass. Not, so, not a sponsor, not a, not a sponsor. Uh, but, uh, you know, that's kind of the approach that I take. Just kind of don't get comfortable. Yeah.
2: I've, I kind of like your mindset of like the gym. I kind of viewed it when I was coaching hockey, like, most goalies before games, like they try to learn how to juggle. And there was a goalie who knew how to juggle. And I'm like, you need to like start adding extra things into this because you're not learning anything. You're not really preparing yourself because you already know how to do this. So I was like, put something on the wall and like, or like make like a, a tic-tac-toe thing. And then like write numbers. And then as you're juggling, I'll say like top, right. And then he has to say it. I'm like, just never get come like just always be advancing because I was like one it's going to make you better and you're probably going to beat out your peers because they're not doing that
3: that kind of reminded me of something like you know the guy that got really good at juggling yeah. you know and that's kind of all he did I've run into people that like in my career that have gotten really good at something and that turns into something that they always do and They kind of just like gloat about like oh i can do this like super fast like i can run run this report and get this done in like half hour versus you doing it two hours it kind of reminds me of that like that that type of person's probably just not not really seeking like new opportunities
2: i would would lose my mind at work if i got really good at something (laughs) and just did that the rest of my life
1: what if you're making like a bunch of money. Boku bucks. Like something that was more than an amount that was more than anyone else. I,
3: <sighs> Dude, I'd lose my mind. If I was bored on the job, but making tons of money, I'd probably lose my mind.
2: I'd oh, fuck. Yeah. I'd probably do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd lose my mind and I'd
1: probably do it for money, I'd though.
3: Th- I'd probably take on a second roll. <laughs> At once. I'd to probably make, just
2: find, just to make more money. Yeah, I'd probably just find something outside of work,
1: not to make more money. <laughs> just like, like start a podcast, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Like Caleb, why are you pushing carts at Costco? <laughs> I'm doing it new. for free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> so bored.
1: Yeah, I'm not. I don't even work here. I just push them around. I just, I know, I'm not even employed by Target. I just there's actually
3: something that I'm doing for free right now.
1: Right, for right the now? time being. Oh yeah, I know. I um
3: I am working on my family's startup and doing like CFO type work and that is one of the hardest things I've ever done. But uh it's hard to get paid when you got no funding, so that's like my primary je- objective is to get them funding.
2: I thought Usually. you were going to say family tree? I'd be like, there's like a thing called Ancestry.com that can do that for you. <laughs> yeah,
1: he was like charting out his history. of it was a little scrapbook. like, this is so hard. It takes so much time. <laughs> Brandon, what do you think?
0: Yeah. In, uh, in terms of marginal increases, like on a daily basis, that's kind of something that I've been trying to do in the last couple months. Like I'd say more so on the working outside, but also just like eating healthier, trying to get more sleep, uh, drinking more water. Um, which is, it's not like I wasn't doing drinking, like no water or not eating any vegetables or not getting any, well, I wasn't getting a lot of exercise. Um, but I just started trying to just do like one a day. Um, so like I kind of just started off with, Hey, I want to try to eat more vegetables. So every time we go grocery shopping, it's not like I was like, I'm going to start eating more vegetables. So. I made that commitment on uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. I bought like 30 pounds of vegetables, and that's now all I'm going to eat, you know. Um, Just like small changes like, hey, next time uh, we go out to eat, get, you know, instead of fries, get, you know, fruit or a fruit bowl or uh, go grocery shopping. And the next meal we make, like, incorporate more vegetables or whatever, uh, fruits. Um, You know, just getting a bag of apples and eating an apple a day or a banana or whatever. Uh, And then, you know, just slowly instead of grabbing, like a Coke zero on my way to work, like I usually would, or um, making a whole pot of coffee, just doing water instead. Um, And just kind of making out some of those changes. uh, Or, you know, instead of sitting down on the couch for a little while, just going for like a a 20, 30 minute walk. And eventually uh, those walks kind of turn into 40 minute walks, turning into an hour walk, turning into a 30 minute run. (laughs) And now I'm Forrest Gump and I haven't been home in a a year or two. (laughs) Um, think so like, I think I'm done now. <laughs> so some of some of uh some of those changes. Um, and this is going to sound really nerdy, but I thought the whole 1% increase a day kind of reminded me of it. Um there's an anime called Naruto and in one of the episodes uh all right. Well, to give some premise of Naruto, there's. It's we, just, whole, we just, we all the listeners yeah, just dropped off. That's right. I'll explain it real quick. Yeah. Uh, so they're, they're ninjas and they have like these internal spiritual powers called chakra and they can use it to like do weird things. Um, so they go out on teams to do missions and one team runs into a trap that uh, the enemy's chakra or special ability can clone how that person is exactly. Uh, so what ends up happening is everybody in that team faces a double of them. Uh, so they are equally matched. There's no way to win. You just keep fighting the same person. Um, hmm. And this goes on, you know, like for a couple of minutes and there, it kind of hits a point where they, they come to the realization or like, you know, this grand epiphany that, well, I just need to be like they train every day to be the best versions of themselves but now they have to train while they're fighting to be better than what they were, uh, and one of the one of the uh, quotes that sticks out is "better than it was a minute ago," um, which kind of like leads me to kind of think about the the better than uh, I was yesterday by one percent, and I try to think about that often. Is is you know if you find yourself getting distracted by your phone, which I do. All the time because I'm on Twitter trying to see if the Timberwolves traded for anybody, <laughs> um, and then I catch myself that and say, "Hey, no, be be better than what I was." You know, like just a couple of minutes ago, put my phone down, and go back, and, and do whatever it, it was I was doing. So that's kind of my approach. And long-winded
1: answer for it. Well, I'll I'll kind of flip it back over to you and ask you: Do you feel after after you've implemented some of those habits? And there, I guess there wouldn't even be habits cause it's just more of a mindset switch of just making sure to include more healthy things in your life. Have you felt a difference when you've made those, you know, changes in your life, whether it be a placebo effect or whether it be actually real changes that you're feeling, do you feel better after you do those things?
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think it's probably, you know, a little bit of a, an endorphin boost, um, a lot of it was just like me going through a uh, pretty heavy stuff uh, like about a year ago so just trying to work my way out of that um trying to get out of those bad habits that i found myself into and starting to slowly replace them with uh, with better ones so um just like on the the long term scale seeing like oh no this i am actually making small steps and small progress to you know be better than what i was yesterday um just that just that 1% and every time i drink you know, a glass of water over, you know, a pop or a soda or um, vegetables over chips. You know, it's just I was like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm doing, doing the right thing. Like for uh, dinner today, I had a salad instead of chips. So small wins. Nice job. Yep. Did you mix any protein in that salad? No, I. it was uh, accompanied by a uh, barbecue chicken pizza. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we missed that part. So it was a side. You mean it was a side. It wasn't a entree.
0: Oh no! I mean, it was, but it's better than you know having chips as a side. So that's it's true. not like I like no, that. That's kind of the small change I was I was talking about. Where I'm not gonna. It's it's hard for me to want to have you know a salad as a as a main course. Um, maybe I'll work my way there. It's not like I haven't had them in the past, but um, you know, just small steps.
2: A a slight preview into our next after hour episode that we just recorded. We kind of talked slightly about this, and I. The guy we interview, his name's Nick, and he's, like, a personal trainer. And we were talking. I was telling him about that I used to, like, drink pop a lot. And I was like, I'm cutting back. And he kind of phrased it like, you need to tell yourself that it's okay to have some still. Because at the end of the day, one or two pops every now and then isn't going to kill you. And you enjoy it, so it brings you, like, happiness. But I was saying, like, how I was watching an interview with John Mulaney, and after he got out of rehab, he, like, kind of needed to find something else to be addicted to, and he didn't want it to be pop. But what he ended up finding was, I can never pronounce a name, nor do I know the name of it. If it's a pop flavored by sati- that's a Tiva. That's a marijuana. <laughs> right.
0: I mean, they they do make... Stevia. <laughs> Stevia. Yeah. Stevia.
2: Yeah. And then, like, I I like cream soda, so I bought one of those and tried it. It's It tastes close to cream soda, but it's healthier for me. Mm. There's a kombucha that's supposed to take, taste like pop. I also like Dr. Pepper. They make a Dr. Pepper kombucha. Also tried that. It's not... Dr. Pepper, but it still tastes
0: pretty good. What I'm drinking right now is uh, it's got st- Steva. Steva? Yeah, it's stevia. That, that.
2: stevia. <laughs> stevia. Does it
0: have an eye in there? That's a yeah. Steve. Stevia. <laughs> what is that? By stevia. The way? It's a poppy.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can probably find them at Target. I heard that's they're super good. Oh, yeah. they are. like super sweet.
0: This one is. Yeah. There's. Isn't um, it a prebiotic? Yep. So it does have prebiotics in it. I'm uh, trying to be. More prebiotic friendly as well in my endeavors. Then post. To clear out the post biotic. than postbiotic. <yeah. laughs> but post-biotic. Um, so you can find them at Target and stuff like that. I've been, uh, my wife and I, really trying to start looking at more prebiotic type sodas, but away from pop. Another one that we do uh, called Olipops. They're a little bit harder to find in stores, but you can buy them online and just ship them to your house. Um, they're kind of expensive, but, you know, it's, a, it's it's a nice little treat because then you don't you know, if you have one a day, it's just, you know, you don't have to have a pop every single day, just every now and then.
2: Yeah. Like I view it as like if I go fast food and say there's a deal that includes a pop, I'll do it then. But if I go to McDonald's and just make a normal order, I might just get pops and, or not, not pop, the burger and fries and just not get the soda. Because it's like, yeah, you're saving money. Ultimately, I'm paying less if I don't add that pop. Mm-hmm. So, or I just get water, juice, whatever. Like the things you want to remove from your life. Obviously, there's some that you should probably remove fully, like probably cigarettes, but pop isn't like that. I would say it's still okay. So, view it of like, how am I going to slowly remove this from my life, but also set guidelines of, I'm I'm never going to drink a pop again. I I can do it in like these different situations.
0: Have you Not been sure. reading that same book that Jeremy is? Arlie?
1: No, I've heard about it. I haven't read it, but there's 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 a decent amount of books on the topic of building habits and um 1% better. There's a, there's a lot of books out there, but I think Atomic Habits is qu- quite easily potentially the number 1 book in the whole category and you know, I, I, I can't I couldn't tell the guy's story. Uh maybe you can at a at a high level, but
2: of like why he, he got into it. When he was in high school he was playing baseball in the I think it was a, it 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 was like one of his good friends when they swung, they ultimately let go of the bat and it flew straight at him like head first. And he had to, like, relearn a bunch of stuff, and he kind of... Like, his goal was always to play in the majors, but he, he wasn't able to play, I think, baseball until his senior year of high school and ended up going to a college and then walking on. But he, like, made these small changes to get him better, to get him ready for that. And that, That's all... I don't know if that's the best way to explain a story, nor if there's probably some things I mixed up, but...
1: Well. I think it'd be best to probably pick up the book or watch. um, I mean, he gives his story on YouTube. Like you can watch it. It's James Clear. Uh, So you can just look him up. But so the last question to wrap things up in what ways and what habits and routines have you tried to implement in your life that maybe haven't worked out? And could you explain maybe why they haven't worked out?
2: (laughs) So mine can probably, (laughs) be used for both of the ones that you previously previously just phrased it. And
1: (laughs) now we got to rephrase it again.
2: And it's the thing that I've talked about already is like pop. I kicked it once and then I ended up going back to it. And I was able to now make the shift back out of it because I was able to kind of like tell myself, well, I've already done this. I can do it. And this is the plan I took last time. It's probably going to work again. So how it didn't work is that I kicked it, but then I started drinking pop again. But then the good part is that I was able to re-achieve that goal.
0: I think my my habits that have worked and haven't worked kind of boiled down to just getting into a routine, not necessarily like doing the routine, the routine daily, but just doing it kind of like on the same time, like on a daily basis. So like going for like getting into the mood of working out, um, I always come home after work and then I eat right away and then I'll do, if I don't do chores right away, then Kind of messes up my routine of then working out after I do chores to let my stomach set a little bit. So I've been unsuccessful where, what I'm trying to do if it doesn't fit into that time routine, I don't like messing up my routine. You know, sometimes a routine also includes sitting on the couch and watching a anime for a couple hours. But you know, that's that just working my way out of that routine is you know what's important. So the ones that have failed, it just hasn't. I haven't done a good enough job to fit it into the routine or make it work in that routine.
2: I know you put this in the group text, but kind of like how you said you still sit down and watch anime.
0: Hell yeah. Watching one piece, homie. Yeah.
2: But like how adding like kind of a reward system and saying, well, if I get all these chores done, then I can watch this. And I've seen that work well as well. Well,
0: I worked out three times last week, and I rewarded myself with Taco Bell. <laughs> I love Taco Bell.
1: Well, I think working out provides more benefits than just, you know, your physical image. It's a more. I think it's a lot about your mental right. And Caleb, you'd probably agree with that.
3: Yeah, <clears throat> I was. Uh, I was going to add something here on more of the mental aspect. So that's actually a pretty good transition. Um, <clears throat> so. Where I've failed, I guess, to implement, like, a a discipline that I've, like, wanted um, or a routine that I've wanted, Um, it it usually comes down to, like, the mental aspect. Um, And I'm going to put it in super simple terms. I started going to the sauna. I love the sauna. Nice. I don't know if I had brought it up last episode. But Caleb said that we
2: should I've
0: do an up episode. The sauna in so many a sauna. times, should like, should just open the up the blinds. So pretty much be a sauna in here.
3: Well, the first but
1: day <clears throat> we recorded, I think it was Brandon <laughs> died when, yeah. in this room.
3: When I first started going to like a, a sauna sauna um, a couple of years ago, I did it to kind of seek like physical and mental discomfort and kind of like. Experience experience sort of like an enduring aspect and in in going to the sauna at like over 150 degrees and just seeing how long it could last I think initially I only lasted for about (laughs) literally five minutes um for the first couple of weeks but and it was that mental aspect I soon realized after a couple weeks of going it was like it's that mental aspect like if I can just get over it and not be such a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I might be able to stay in for 10 minutes. And so I went in again and I soon realized after about five to 10 minutes of being in the sauna, there's this hump that I would get over from a mental aspect. You know, your body's heating up all of a sudden you're like, God, I fucking hate this. Like the heat sucks. Um, and I'm just naturally a very cold weather person. So like saunas just don't fit well with me, um, for that reason. Uh, and now once I, every time I, I, every time, even to this day, I go into the sauna, I get over this hump at about the five to 10 minute mark. And after that, like I can sit in, like I've been doing like 20, 25 minute sit-ins in the sauna now. And it just feels ama- amazing. It's so good for you mentally. And it's so good for you physically. It's sort of fizzled into my workouts. Um, I I do some pretty high intensity workouts now and, and those there's a hump aspect that you gotta get over those as well. Once you get over that, kind of the the mental aspect that takes over that makes you wanna quit, just kind of goes numb once you reach a certain point. Once you reach a certain point of endurement, physical stress, you kind of come to a point where you're like, why not do five more reps? Why not do this for another five minutes? Maybe we can do, instead of 20 reps, let's try to hit 50 today. You know, can I get there? It's kind of like that that hump, that challenge. And I think that has fizzled into work. It's fizzled into my family life, and it's uh, it's very positive. So, um if you're looking for like a simplified way to start instilling like good discipline in your life, try to do it with the physical and mental challenge of fitness. I think that's a good
2: start. Yeah. I would I think everyone always says working out. I would say just try to be active. Like if you don't like Yeah, lifting Same weights thing. or running on a treadmill, That's fine. Like just find something you do like to do that's active and gets you moving. and Just do that.
0: I think I started like, yeah, my workouts are just walking and running, but I started just getting active by doing yard work in the spring. Yeah. Just doing that for like an hour or two, you know, just moving around, get sore a little bit, feel the muscles burn.
2: Yeah. Take your dog for a walk. I play hockey every now and then. Like, is it working out? in a way yes it's just not what normal people would deem as working out happens man yeah i can't remember how many times you have to do it before your brain deems it as like muscle memory
0: it, like 21 20, or 21 days straight or i thought it was yeah. like
2: for some reason i want to say you have it was like you have to do it 200 like 70 times oh, jesus that's a lot but i could be f- way off and that's what i was going to kind of say is like then when you said it goes numb to me, I kind of thought, or in my mind, it's like, or it's just muscle memory at this point, And that's yeah, why. Yeah,
0: it could be it. Yeah. Yeah. Any, got anything else for us, Harley? That's it.
2: I have one question for you guys. Have any of you ever heard of Headway?
3: No. Who? I haven't. It's an app
2: called Headway. Are they a sponsor? No. Dang. <laughs> I would hope I would tell you guys about a sponsor <laughs> before an episode.
0: Yeah, but then the reaction like It'd be on good, here like would be so much better. Ooh.
2: And I'm gonna probably guess Rob is gonna be the ones who would be telling us that we have a sponsor. Shout out Rob. But it's it's ultimately a, a library of books, but they break it like you don't you don't read the whole book. Someone else read it and then said, these are the key points, the key takeaways. Now let's record those into like seven to 10 minute pieces for like each chapter. And that's kind of like, that's what I do on like my way home is listen to that. It's a way for me to learn something and it's, I don't have to spend the time reading a whole book. I can... Get just kind of the cliff notes of it.
1: There's a, another uh, service called Blinkist, B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. Same kind of concept, but I'd be interested in checking out Headway to see how, how it compares to Blinkist. Because we use Blinkist for our team. Like we have, we like our, they, they watch and listen to the videos. Or not videos, but the the recordings.
2: Do they ever have like small, like two-page write-ups?
1: Yeah, so they have... Audio versions of someone you know going talking over the the words. Yep. And they have what they call our blinks. So they usually have like seven to eight pages of blinks. So it's pretty much like a page in a book. Yeah. Right. And it's just all the key insights consolidated and boiled down to a ten minute long audio yeah. version. So it's pretty good. Yeah. I like it.
2: I, I view it as if if there's a book I really want to read, I'm going to actually read that one but if it's like a book where i'm like or i would kind of say it's like how i preview books it's like i'll listen to the high like cliff notes i'm like oh that sounds interesting then i'll read it If so i'm like oh that was cool to learn but i have no interest in going further i just leave it at that
1: okay jeremy you want to wrap us up with the with the wrap-up
2: cooler wrap-up yes First, I've been meaning to do this for God knows how many episodes. We should give a shout-out to Calvin Scrooby.
0: Calvin Scrooby!
2: <laughs> uh, he is the individual who let us use his music as our outro. A a friend of mine, a friend of the pod. Uh, yeah, thank you for letting us have a real outro. That's a song that people can actually listen to.
1: And it has, has meaning. Yeah. Check out Cal Scrooby. Yeah. Friend of the pod. S C R U B Y. Scrooby. Scrooby.
2: Yes. C A L. People like to call him Cal scrubby. Mm -hmm. I at times refer to him as Cal scrub daddy because (laughs) I'm pretty sure there's a kitchen tool called the scrub daddy (laughs) 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 I've never said it to his face so if he listens to this podcast that's that's how he's going to find out
0: indirectly yeah
2: but yeah uh, for the wrap-up of the week before I get into mine another sneak peek preview Uh, the other week we did on our second after-hour episode and it ended up being three hours of conversation Jeez. so I'm probably for surely going to break that one into two parts because three hours is a lot and I left the conversation understanding NFTs what yeah.
1: <laughs> I think that's that's not an easy feat at all
2: no like it just it made sense and I'm like this is Kind of cool.
1: <laughs> so, how many NFEs do you have now? Zero. Uh, <laughs> you have an NFE of Brandon's head. Yeah. Do you want one? Sure. Or he has one. He doesn't want one here yet. He he
0: backed by the water cooler coin. Sick. Definitely not a Ponzi scheme.
2: I think yet. I told Caleb this too about uh, about the interview. I can't remember what countries or version of economics, but. He was able to take this economical <laughs> <laughs> this economical thinking and apply it to his career as in like the people he personally trains. He was able to take a economic mindset and apply it to working out. And he also used that same mindset to explain NFTs. I'm like, this is fucking crazy. So yeah, listen. Hopefully at the end you also understand NFTs.
1: <laughs> you make it to the end, you know. Congratulations.
2: Yeah, no, God, now I gotta think of my wrap up. I'm so bad. I've this whole past week I think of something. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna open my phone and write that down. Never do.
1: I've got one. Okay. So uh this was Monday night. I decided to go golfing. Okay. Yeah. And I'm not like a crazy good golfer. Don't get your hopes up. I, I hit the ball with a metal stick essentially. And the ball goes forward, right? That's how I look at it. That's uh, but it's, it's a lot of fun. It's golf. Yeah. So I signed up just a solo just by myself, went to this par three course that's nearby. And I was paired up with four or three others, two uh, middle-aged um, women that were uh, uh, sisters. And then there's an extra one. Um, his name is Andy. Okay. And, I, I was just golfing and over the course of the round, like I was just kind of curious about what he's doing, what he, what he was involved in. And it turns out that he's, uh, he's an individual. I'll try to explain this without kind of outing him, but he's an individual that books big artists at the, at the nearby really a really big venue nearby, um, in the city we live in. And it was just fascinating to hear about his story about like what he does for a living so my, my wrap-up, my, my tip is that be interested in other people and be curious and ask people questions because you never know what you'll learn about individuals because if you just take them at their face level and just be like, oh, it's just another person, they have stories, they have interesting things that they do, and, and that's just how you make connections. So my, I guess my tip is to just be curious and ask questions and just you know get to know other people. Because you never know what connection you'll make. So now I've got his number. So I'm going to hit him up when I'm at this venue. And he said he's going to let me skip the line. So I'll take it.
0: The line there does suck too. My my wrap up. And I just had it. But I'm going to think about it as I continue talking. There it is. Um, Dip into nostalgia every now and then. Uh, I recently started playing Pokemon. And again just a just a good time not too far like it's always good to experience new things but just a little bit a little bit of nostalgia is pretty
1: good it's like old school RuneScape for me yeah but uh, yeah too much time spent on that dude so bad <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad <laughs> <laughs> or it's good like it's it's well, made you I, into I who did, you are man yeah I, I did enjoy it a lot like it it was fun like a lot of fun but i just think back i'm like what i don't know if i gained anything from that it distraction, it uh, it entertainment
0: makes you think about who you were, yeah, na- then so how to sell, how to something. be one percent better now,
1: yeah, how to buy something for smaller price to sell it at a larger price, like grimy toad flax or <laughs> a rune scimitar. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, my wrap up of the week would be to try to get a basic understanding of like your car or have a mechanic that you trust. Cause I think that is one of the easiest ways in a way probably to save money is if you at least understand the basics or the person you're going to, you truly trust you. They're not going to try to try to sell you all these extra things that your car probably doesn't even need. That's I'm, fair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Basic,
1: basic knowledge about yeah life in general, like house stuff, car stuff. You don't need to be an expert, but just For, knowing the basics.
0: Yeah. And For me, that's basics. my dad, so it's, <laughs> it's I up. got a, I got a good, good in there.
2: Yeah. Well, like the story that I first experienced was, I bought a car in like 2017, and when I bought it, it was, it was technically new but the car dealership owned it and used it as like their loaner car so it came with 2500 miles on it you're supposed to change your air air filter at like 10,000 i think my mom brought it in for its first oil change and then she's like oh i they said that you had a bad air filter so i just had them change it I'm like no <laughs> I'm like, they drove the car for half, so they should pay for half. But then I was like, but then my mom's like, they came out with to me and said, here's the air filter. Showed that it's dirty. And then I ended up calling them, and they ended up saying, they're like, we have no record of putting an air filter in your car. So I kind of joked. I'm like, my mom just put an air filter in someone else's car. But... Like that, like, there could be a mechanic who just always has a bad air filter and comes up to you and says, "Hey, yeah. like, this yeah. is what I saw," and twenty bucks that they make on that probably adds up if they can pull it off multiple times.
0: All right, I got a funny story on, <laughs> on air filters because I'm just—I don't think I'm ever going to bring air filters up ever again on this podcast. So that's a next good week's
1: episode is about air filters.
0: Tune out. <laughs> um, <laughs> my, my wife, uh taking a step back last, uh, going into the fall, I wanted to put up a bird feeder. And, uh, so I got bird seed because it was cheap. It's like three bucks, but I never had a, a feeder. Right. So I, I, I got a feeder from my parents' house. You can't hang it up. It's just one that sits on the, on a table or something. Um, so the squirrels got in it, bird seed everywhere, threw that thing away. And then we just put the seed somewhere in my garage. And there's uh, just a little bit of seed that was just chilling out. And it was like, ah, you know, that's probably a mouse. So we got a container, put the bird seed in the container. The Week after, my wife brought her car to the dealership that she brought, bought it from. And they actually do like a, a video walkthrough of everything and show you exactly like, here's your car. You know, your calipers measure out at this on every single one. <laughs> and you got to the air filter and uh, there's a hole in it with bird seed and the mouse somehow made it back up into the into there and he's like yeah if you have bird seed in your garage you uh you should probably put that in a container and i was like you're probably not wrong yeah so if you have bird seed in your garage put a put it in a plastic container or oh. uh, it might get in your car
1: yeah we just don't have bird seed. I thought you were gonna yeah, say feed oh. the birds, <laughs> man. I thought they're you're not say, real anyway. <laughs> yeah.
2: I thought you were gonna say just don't have an air filter, I'm like, No, you, <laughs> yeah, you need that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, technically, having a good air filter saves on gas. And one thing my dad taught me for all filters is take it out once a month, take an air compressor, spray it, and put it back in. Because it, and I've now extended multiple air filters on my vacuum, my car, just doing that. Can I have two? Yeah. You got it.
3: (laughs) Okay, so my first one is uh, something that's been um, really cool to see. Now that things are opening back up uh, from COVID, I've been noticing more on LinkedIn, like more people reaching out and like willing to connect, just to like connect with new people. And I would just like to say that I, I love to see people doing that. Um, I've connected with a couple of different people across the U.S. in the last week, um, some really interesting individuals that, for whatever reason, just decided to start connecting with people and networking. And I think LinkedIn's a great way to do that. I met someone that's, that's working on an interesting project to relocate refugees to the United States and... Uh, um, help them kind of with their situations that are very unfortunate. Um, and another ones, uh, an up and coming graduate from the state of Washington, working on a pretty big se- sexual assault awareness project with her nonprofit healthcare company. Um, so, you know, don't be afraid to reach out. I'm definitely going to start doing that. I think you can make some good connections and who knows what that can lead to just easily by meeting people on LinkedIn. Second one, or were you going to say something?
2: All the people who ask me to connect are recruiters.
3: Pyramid schemes. I
2: don't want to talk to them.
3: Yeah, or yeah. Either it's either pure. So I went through this weird phase where pyramids like schemes, like people involved with pyramid schemes, would like reach out and like try to get you hooked up with
0: the get rich quick. It's probably me. fad just, just steaming you guys in your DMs. Just hey, if you just recruit two more people. <laughs> and those people recruit two more people. You know, we can really get this thing off the ground.
2: Recruitment
1: never sleeps. Weird
2: weird thing I read. People are now using LinkedIn to have affairs.
3: Whoa. <laughs> workplace affairs. It kind That's of good makes idea. sense. <laughs> it's kind of a workplace <laughs> app,
0: networking <laughs> businesses only
3: dot <laughs> com. No, so so this
2: is actually something I thought of. I'm like with Tinder, you could integrate Facebook. And I was like, "Is there a dating app that integrates LinkedIn?" Because I'm like, people who are very driven, if they go on Tinder, there's a five percent chance they're gonna find someone like them. It's most likely just gonna be a bunch of weird dudes. But if like using LinkedIn to say like, I want to find out also someone's driven, and you can like see their LinkedIn profile. There is not one, so now someone's gonna probably take this idea.
1: <laughs> I'm sure people have thought about it, but so, maybe they just don't have enough of a market. Maybe there's not. I don't know. I wonder if there would be a, enough people. We should make that an episode.
2: Well, I don't that know if you're an interesting one dating about. apps. If you're, oh no, link- yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> that and like finding people through dating apps.
0: If you if you were LinkedIn, like you want that to be. Business
2: professional?
0: Like do you really want a dating app associated with LinkedIn?
2: So it, it it wouldn't technically ultimately probably what it would say is people who are using this app are driven individuals looking oh. to find someone who's also driven. And
1: Yeah, that makes sense. It wouldn't be owned by LinkedIn though. Yeah. It'd be a separate, like, see, but tender. if LinkedIn was
0: smart, yeah, LinkedIn. They would, dating, they should, LinkedIn dating would yeah. be
1: would, I think they would be a good business. It'd be, model. It'd be more like LinkedIn. it be in. called Linked. Ah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Link, yeah. LinkedIn. With, yeah.
0: with the, they have to have the 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 winky face at the end of
1: it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like free nice. trial LinkedIn dating. <laughs> oh, wow. what else they have? LinkedIn.
3: Harley, you hopping on that link that linked app, LinkedIn dating? Are you gonna be a trial
0: user? Uh,
1: maybe. Who knows.
0: Try LinkedIn dating, get a LinkedIn premium for a year. Yeah, get LinkedIn learning <laughs> for a free. LinkedIn learning for a year. <laughs> yeah. What's Take your number two, Caleb? So, my second
3: one is is uh, having a kid is very exciting.
2: Whoa! Whoa! Hey! hey. So hey. It. It's, Congrats, a, it's an amazing man. thing.
3: Thanks, guys. Good for you. My wife's three months.
0: Wow. Isn't Wait, how life? long ago was my wedding? <laughs> five <laughs> months dang it close
3: oh uh, yeah we shoot dang we could have uh attributed it to the to the v-turge wedding
0: man i don't think anything happened out of that one. Oh well
4: My hey wife. congrats caleb yeah that's awesome Thanks, that's guys. that's fantastic news. super
3: excited we just uh had our second visit today and uh, uh we just heard the heartbeat for the first time and it was a, an amazing thing. Right on.
2: Are you going to find out the gender?
3: Yeah, um, yeah, and that'll be at the twenty-week mark. So two more months.
2: Are you going to do a like a nice party? See?
3: Yeah.
1: Gender reveal, and we
3: could have a gender reveal party on
0: the pod. <laughs> hey, hey, Jordan. Uh, guess what? You're going to find out the
1: gender next yeah, it's week gonna when we're on the podcast. We'll <laughs> we just say, and the gender yeah. is. Find out next week, on the
2: that. <laughs> Just try not to do what the people in California did, where they started a like mm. started a forest fire with their. Whoa! Yeah, I was watching some comedian and he was joking about that. He's like, "Just wait for that baby to grow up and be like, really? You like that was your choice to like find out that I was a boy and you did this?
0: <laughs> wow, that sounds I mean, epic! I don't have a forest fighter from my gender reveal, so. You know. Am I really that special?
1: Wait, are you are you gonna be a dad too? No, you're talking about your own you No, know, like my, my
0: parents didn't burn yeah. down half a forest when I got gotcha. born.
2: Did so. did our was when did those type of parties ha- like start? I doubt I've never heard of like anyone my age talk about their parents doing a general no, meal. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Somebody wanted to do it for clout on Facebook and uh True. Here we are.
3: Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Uh. My my parents didn't even like find out the gender when they were having kids until like they had the baby.
2: That's the route I want to go. Yeah, Surprise.
3: That'd be a, a fun route. Yeah.
0: Uh I don't think I would want to do that. I'd want a lot of waiting. I want to plan the <laughs> shit out of everything for. Yeah. First. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I think it would also be fun because then, like, every doctor's appointment, you're seeing if they'll, like, slip up.
0: And be like, oh, did you, the doctor, oh, did you. (laughs) But
2: I've heard of doctors who will, like, obviously they know that you're not finding out. So then, like, one appointment, they'll say he, like, and then the next appointment, they'll start saying she. So then you just have no idea what's going on.
3: I have this feeling that it's going to be a boy, but in my entire, my side of the family thinks it's going to be a boy, but Jordan, and her family thinks it's going to be a girl. And that sounds pretty natural. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so Jordan grew up with all sisters. Um, and her sister has had all girls so far. Um, but my family has this, like I'm more of a numbers guy. My family has had this weird history of having more boys than girls, but the mean has been inverting. Like the last generation, it's been pretty split, but still tilted towards the boy side. Such a Caleb but, uh, thing to say that you just the said. The numbers.
1: Such a Caleb thing you just said.
3: I mean, the mean it's, is it's uh, the mean inversion. <laughs> mean you have an Excel spreadsheet with this. At this? <laughs> I have all of our DNA from. Past relatives on an Excel spreadsheet. I've got it down <laughs> to the hair color. <laughs> no, I,
1: there's 23 in me for that, you know. Ancestry too. Yeah, yeah I exciting. tried ancestry. That's exciting. Congrats, yeah. That's man. Good
0: stuff. All right, is that wrapping up for for habits?
2: That's a wrap. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for listening. Pretty sure Rob's gonna cut out part of this. Yeah,
3: for sure. I guess we'll find cool. out if Rob listens to the whole thing.
1: Catch you next week.
2: Peace. Talk to you later, Rob. Hey the truth from the truth i could buy it but it's just a rental it's not a good investment being bad with your money is being good at flexing they always chasing a bag i guess they couldn't catch it they trying to be
1: like me but it's not a good impression i used to get on instrumentals just to get it out my mental i was handing out my demos and they wouldn't check it they told me i never make it but now they get the message that's important information so i wouldn't text it they want to get a reply they want screenshots but they won't get a response not even three dots these sheep tarts no lying, they throwing cheap shots. I had to cut some people off, I had to detox. I keep talking in my head, I got deep thoughts. On the steps where me and Navy did the beatbox Been old school like we with when these socks. Corbin, know I fuck them up when the beat drops. I'm coming back more level headed. This show is for entertainment purposes only. Before making any decisions, please consult a professional.